0: Hello and welcome to episode forty-one of Gamespot After Dark. I'm your host Jake Decker, and joining me this week is Lucy James. Hello, Callie Plaguey. Hi. And Jean-Luc Seipke. Hello. How's everyone doing?
1: We were just talking about this while you went to get some water. We're tired. Okay. Really tired.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm mm. tired too. I'm going to do my best to to I don't know inject energy into myself.
1: Yeah. I think it's fine (laughs) when I start talking to people. Oh. (laughs) It's fine when I start talking to people and, like, doing stuff. I just find that I'm sleeping a lot more, and I'm just, like, feeling... I'm getting that mid-afternoon slump at 4.20
2: in the afternoon.
3: Yeah. I've been hitting, like, 9.30, and I'm like, time to go to bed, which is, like,
2: "Mm." I am tired... I mean, I'm always like this. I'm tired literally all day until like 9 p.m. And then I'm like, all right, it's time to be alive.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Time to finish up my flower guide in Animal Crossing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's what Michael does. I see him posting things in like for like published feedback and like Mm -hmm. 10 o'clock. And I'm like, all right, man, getting shit done. Michael
2: (laughs) Michael and I have the same like circadian rhythm in that we're both completely nocturnal people.
0: Yeah, he always jokes that he doesn't start working until, like, 4 p.m.
1: Because I used to be a really nocturnal person, but then I would counterbalance it by sleeping in really late. But unfortunately, these days, the absolute latest I can be asleep by is 9.30. Asleep until is 9.30. So now I'm still awake at night, but also I don't get the lie-in.
2: Yep. Which sucks. When I was in college, I literally would go to bed at like 6 a.m. and then wake up at 4 p.m. It was Me awful. Too. It was so it was so bad. It was so depressing. But that's just like how my body is. So I'm just permanently tired, and it's the life that I accept.
0: Hey, I wrote a book all about sleep, and there are people who are just biologically wired that way. You can't really change it, and that's mm-hmm. one of the. It's one of the things that they're trying to figure out with schools and kids, is because obviously kids need to wake up early to go to school because parents have to go to work but that's actually really bad for kids because especially teenagers because mm-hmm. there are some people who just can't go to sleep at like 9 30 10 and they want to wake up they want to go to bed at like i don't know 2 3 a.m and they want to wake up at like 11 or so
2: yeah when i was in high school i probably got i want to say like six hours of school week
3: yeah and that's sleep.
2: really
0: bad
3: yeah <laughs> Kids got hey, you, turned out fine. you just gotta roll out of bed and hit go on the zoom call.
4: <laughs> stay in
3: your pajamas. You're good. Yeah,
2: I totally don't do that at all. I totally don't stay in bed until 9.44. I feel
1: very seen.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, why don't we talk about what we've been playing this week? Uh Callie, do you wanna kick it off with some with your Animal Crossing corner?
2: Sure. Um, you know, I'm just still playing Animal Crossing. Because I, I, I've finally gotten into the swing of like decorating my island a little bit more because I was so focused on um, collecting information for guides that like I really neglected the, the decoration part. So mm-hmm. I've been enjoying that. And like Jake said, I did complete the flower guide. Um, John Luke's helping out with some some graphics mm-hmm. for that as well. And um, basically what I did was I looked at the data mind information and I sourced it, obviously. Um but I took that information and it's all very technical. If you've read the like raw data mine guides. Um, and I, I tried to make it a little bit more streamlined for people who aren't interested in like, like flowers have genes and stuff. And like, oh my You God. could totally, I, for the turnip guide, I actually read, read literal code. Like I read code, <laughs> um, so and dedicated. deciphered it. And then translated that into like English. Um, for the guide and for Flower Guides, the the guides were actually they were it wasn't just raw code. There was a technical explanation. There's binary involved and like, so I stripped all of that out of of uh, GameSpot's guide and tried to make it a little more um, accessible. I still talk about the genes though in the guide. So shout out to all those data miners I used. I don't know how to pronounce it. Pale, P A L E H. Uh, did an advanced flower genetics guide and I linked out to that in ours if you're curious about the actual technical specifics. When does what I do.
0: When does museum day or museum week start? That's soon, isn't it?
2: Uh the seventeenth or eighteenth, I forget. Oh
4: that is the
2: one thing I'm Mm. I'm really curious about so museum day is gonna be fun. I'm gonna have fun with that. I'm so curious about wedding season.
0: Oh yeah. For two reasons. Oh yeah.
2: (laughs) One, so I have seen um I have seen all of the items online that are coming in the the wedding update, so I kind of have an idea. Um, but the the thing I don't understand is in South if your if your island is in the southern hemisphere, is it also wedding season for you? Because it's full on winter by by June in like the southern mm-hmm. hemisphere. So you can have a nice winter do, wedding. Do they just have? The different wedding season, or is it like...
3: Well, because did they get, like, cherry blossoms at the same time we did? No. Oh, yeah, so maybe I, it's I
2: different? we would assume
3: it's different, right?
2: Yeah, but this is the first time it'll have been, like, a, um, a post-release update that may or may not be seasonal. So I'm curious right. to see how that works. Um, if you are in the Southern Hemisphere, or you have a Southern Hemisphere... Hemisphere? Hemisphere Island. Hemisphere. A Southern Hemisphere... Um, that wasn't Australian. I tried my best. No, I didn't. Um, anyway, if you have one of those and you know if it's going to be wedding season or not, maybe your Nintendo Direct is different or something, and you got a different update from them, I'd be curious to find that out because I've been having a hard time finding the answers. Hmm.
4: Hmm.
1: I was going to say, you can't time skip, can you? Because it's one of those ones that patch in. Yep. Yeah.
2: So Cherry Blossoms wasn't like that. You could, from the very, like, from the time we got it before release, you could time skip into april or october if you were in the southern hemisphere and get cherry blossoms yeah so yeah
4: hmm.
2: yeah you know exciting stuff for me i read code <laughs> <laughs> i, I have much I bigger made, week than i have <laughs> i drew some punnet squares in my notebook
4: Um, i I genuinely find
3: that stuff fascinating though like me and my girlfriend have been like getting into the the flower game i guess and like uh we just learned about how if you send if somebody else waters your flowers like it like the chances of them growing so we like tried it one night and then like had like three times the amount of like flowers and hybrids grow so we're like oh my god we have to do this every night now so like i'm 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 all in on the flowers so your guide has been excellent
2: Thank you. The visitor watering bonus is sick. Basically you can get, if you have five people water your flowers, like not including yourself, if you have five friends come and water your flowers, you have an almost 100% chance of that flower producing another flower the next day. So you could basically be like, okay, here's my patch of flowers, invite five friends over, have them water it, give them a prize (laughs) or whatever. I don't know how your dynamic with your friends is, but. We literally did this thing because John Luke's girlfriend and I play Animal Crossing together sometimes, and we had this group, and we literally just went to each girl's island Aww. respectively and watered her flowers. Lucy, you should come to the girls' yeah. flower watering nights. Yeah, get me in. <laughs> um, yeah, so you get like a super good bonus. And then the other thing that um, people may or may not know about um, with flowers last thing I'll say about flowers, because this is all I've been thinking about for the past like two or three days, is um, you can clone a flower. So you can breed two flowers, right? You're probably familiar with how that works, but flowers can also produce another flower by themselves if they're watered. And the chance of that happening with with the visitor watering bonus goes up as well. Mm -hmm. And the thing about that is um, like why that's important. If you're just, you know, casual, you like the color of a certain flower, that's a really efficient way to like duplicate a hybrid. So if you only have like one purple rose, you can try to clone it instead of having to get two more white roses and breed them. But if you're thinking about the genetics of flowers, like the code that makes a flower whatever color it is, there's multiple combinations that result in the same color, and then those combinations um like can result in a third new color. And that's why getting blue roses is super hard. So cloning a flower, if you know it's like the right genes, you can clone it and it'll have the exact same genes. So that makes it way more efficient to breed those really difficult flowers. And I laid that out in the flower guide, um, like how that works. And I named them different things so you can keep track, hopefully. But John Luke's going to make cool art, because so, it's all text <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs> Jeez, I feel like you need a degree in like, biology to understand this or uh, not biology what is it
2: uh biology it is biology Biology. genes and stuff it's mendelian genetics basic mendelian genetics she would have studied probably your freshman year what Uh, like the um uh, punnett squares so you have like recessive genes and stuff So, you know, like dominant and recess- recessive genes, like when you're talking about pea plants, like Gregor Mendel tested yeah. the pea plants, there's like capital R, lowercase r. Mm-hmm. It's all coming back to me. Yeah, so that's in Animal Crossing, except it's it's coded just in binary. So the, the guide that I looked at did translate it from the binary code into um, like Punnett Square st- style letters. And then I then I made an abstraction of that in my guide, so you don't have to worry about all the letters and stuff and all the science as much. I kind of get into it. There's a. I started college in science, and it's coming in <laughs> handy. It's I was
3: gonna say, off. if I was a ninth grade uh, biology teacher, I would use Animal Crossing as like the way to teach the yeah. kids about this. Like that's that's the way to do it. Yeah, everyone, right? bring your switches into class.
1: And then we'll uh we'll... I mean like
2: they're not all just playing Switch in class these days. And <laughs> no, their classes all are all on, on Zoom. Phone. You know what they're you know what they're doing? They're taking photos of themselves and then making that their Zoom background and then they're hiding so it looks like they're paying attention and they're frozen and then they play Switch.
1: Oh my god. Like why well, uh, we did a uh, board game kind of day. We used tabletop sim at the weekend and we're playing with Daniel Kruper from RKG and his Zoom background is a loop of him reaching in and looking like he's giving him a cup of tea. <laughs> and then the Crooper, like the actual Crooper, like picked up a drink and like I didn't I was like looking away at something else and I looked back. I genuinely got the fright of my life because I know that he lives by himself, so I was like, oh, who's who's that? The There's somebody in your house. <laughs> you
0: cloned. Dan Crowd, who used to work at GameSpot, had that, yeah. like, tweet that got, like, 500,000 likes of him just walking in on Zoom. And then I feel like after that, everyone just started doing all these, like, yeah. Zoom <laughs> Zoom videos of people just walking in on themselves. It's good stuff. But anyway, uh, Jean-Luc, what have you been playing?
3: Uh, I'm playing a lot of things, but I've been playing Rock Band. I thought oh, a few weeks oh. ago I mentioned how we were playing G- Guitar Hero because mm-hmm. my girlfriend got Guitar Hero because she loves Guitar Hero. And that made me really want to play Rock Band because that's what I ended up like really getting into. Uh, So we it was a bit of an ordeal. Um, uh, It always
0: is with that game.
3: (laughs) It always is. So I don't have any of my old Rock Band stuff anymore. And the only one you can play on modern systems is 4. I don't care for the song list in four. I was going to say the song list in four is not that great. And I was like, that's not what I want. I want Rock Band 1. I want Rock Band 2. Like, that's what I want. So I had my parents ship my Xbox 360 uh, across the country here. And then we bought on eBay, like, it was, like, $250. And it came with, like, drum kit, guitar, microphone, and then Rock Band 1, 2. And then they threw in a copy of uh, Jeff Dam Def Jam Rap Star for good measure, which was great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> appreciated oh my God. that. What? And yeah, we've been playing, and it's been a lot of fun. It's unfortunately also been kind of a technical mess. The kick mm-hmm. pedal likes to disconnect, oh, uh, which makes the drums uh, unplayable at times. Like it, it's weird because it's like sometimes it's fine. Um, it, like I. I I'm not a hundred percent sure what causes it. So like sometimes I'll be like, okay, I'll, I'll only slightly press down on it and that'll mm-hmm. work. And then eventually it'll just disconnect and I have to like unplug it. And if I replug it in, then it works for like another minute or so. Um, and then. So you can the, only play
0: minute long songs on drums. Mi-
3: <laughs> yeah. And we're, we're, we're at the hard songs now. We're at like green grass and high tides, which is like nine minutes long. And that's when I was like, we have, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> Like we can't so we've actually put it on hiatus and we ordered another kick pedal uh, mm-hmm. that should hopefully be arriving soon my worry is that i hope it's like i hope it's not the jack because if it's the jack in the in the drum set then i don't know what to do because at that point that's just the whole drum sets no good mm. um
2: i think and- in the room i'm currently in in my parents house there is a bunch of rock band yeah i see drums back there those. I'm yeah. pretty sure yeah, I should just <laughs> send you this stuff. It's like all right here. I would,
0: I would love that if, if you guys so are using that. The more important question I have is what do you do with the drum set when you're not using it?
3: well actually like we now have a we have a corner that we actually have some space we've been putting it in which is nice we would have not been able to do this in our older apartment i'm like so for multiple reasons i'm very thankful we're in a new apartment at the beginning of this year um but (laughs) specifically also because of like we couldn't do rock band at all no way um but yeah it's been it's like really really fun (laughs) i forgot how good that game is uh like just playing all those songs uh we named them (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <laughs> can we say that is that allowed
0: <laughs> i'm not gonna bleep it out because that's too much no, work it's
3: been real guys all right Wow. loud? the best part about it is like in the loading screens they do these like um They'll have, like, real images of, like, San Francisco or, like, Paris, and they'll, like, superimpose your characters, like, um, on top of them, but they'll also put, like, your logo, so it'll just say, like, pussy eaters on, like, the side of a van or on, like, a (laughs) billboard. (laughs) You just see that in the loading screen. (laughs) <laughs> also the the s's are, are money signs because
2: I was
0: yeah. okay, well, then we yeah. don't need to bleep it in that case hey. then. we're good yeah
3: yeah, that's good that's
2: if it got friendly. through rock band's filter then it can get through our sensors it, it
3: actually didn't they were like you this will not work in online play like we're, we're gonna have to give you a different name and we're like we don't care we're not going online with this
4: no. but do you
1: they let want us play keep online?
3: it <laughs> nah I'm good
1: did you see? So a few weeks ago, there was a guy who played "Through the Fire and Flames" on Guitar Hero, but mm-hmm. he was playing on expert at 165% speed, right? And How? he got 100. He got 100% of all the notes, and it was insane. And now the guitar player from Dragon Force has done it, where he's actually playing the song on a real guitar at 165 speed. <laughs> So it's, it's a
2: battle. <laughs> unbelievable! That's crazy. Like, yeah, I know I, he's. I know these people have had years to practice this, but I still
1: can't believe that. You should insane. watch the video because his his hand is moving, just like impossibly quickly.
3: That's nuts. It's
1: unbelievable. It's so cool.
3: Because I I want to say, with, with uh, originally when the through the fire and flames came out. The original version of that song actually wasn't even played live. It was the
1: end credits one because yeah. So I did this on Good News a couple weeks ago um, and actually one of the developers on the uh, 165% run uh, commented and said this song was so hard we couldn't put it as part of the track list in the actual game that's why it's the right. end credits song which is a no fail state because at the time like, not even I think only one of the developers could actually finish it oh it was God. that guy
3: Well, because I think the original band didn't even play it live on the guitar. Like I think it was Mm -hmm. like digitally altered to be at that Mm -hmm. speed. So the idea that the actual band member can now not only play that song but play it at an even crazier speed is like that's insane.
2: What's I that need, guy's name again? Um I need proof that the video is not edited. Like I need somebody in the background exactly. like doing normal stuff at normal speed.
3: <laughs> like they're holding like a stopwatch or something. And they and... can't
2: look like one of those like TikTok people doing this stuff. Oh, like, they have to speed. look, no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, doing like a, a Junko Inoshima or something.
0: Uh Lucy, what about you? What have you been up to?
1: Um I haven't really been doing that much. I've been playing a bunch of oh wow we played some halo reach or we tried to the netcode in the master chief collection is not good and it's especially not good when um two of you are in san francisco and one of you's in london so Mm. if you weren't hosting you would get insane lag and we would have to alternate per level um Unfortunately, so Cardi, our friend in the UK, was hosting, the believe, the first time, and Tam and I were kind of going, this doesn't feel right, this feels weird, and he, Tam's was lagging way more than mine was, and then mine started to lag, but obviously I get motion sick, so we had to, we got through a bit of reach, a couple of hours of reach, um, but then we've been playing a bunch of tabletop simulator, which is really fun, um, played some Greed. A dice game uh, we played. Tried to play Trivial Pursuit. That didn't work out so well because it's very fiddly to do all the cards and all the pieces. And for some reason, we couldn't take just one card. You'd accidentally take the deck the whole time. Um, but, you know, there was Lord of the Rings Trivial Pursuit in there, so I did want i did want to play that, but no one would play it with me. <laughs> um, and then we played Scrabble. So it's been... That's actually like quite a nice weekend of just like playing board games that we had like a Zoom hangout with some people too. Um, and in between I'm just playing Persona 5, which is great, and I'm, I am I really, really like the new Madarame boss fight. I thought that was really cool. Uh, I'm now at the place like 15 hours in where they've, they've stopped hand-holding and it's all just the new stuff mixed in with the old really well, or the new mechanics. And yeah, not really been done that much. Cool. That was bad grammar at the end. Not really been done that much. Not really been <laughs> doing that much.
0: Close enough. It's fine. I didn't notice. Uh I mean I've just been I've been playing a couple of things. Uh
3: mm-hmm.
0: one of which I definitely can't talk about, not until next <gasps> week. Another one, I guess I can say I've been playing it, but I don't think I'm going to. I'm just gonna you know, <gasps> save the suspense. Oh and my the god! <laughs>
2: this I know is what the... one of those is, and I don't yeah. know what
1: the <laughs> other one is. Well, I, I w- think I know what the other one is. Oh wait, I, w- I, w- I went to a oh. preview.
0: I went to a virtual yeah, preview yesterday mean, mean, to play something, and normally I would like to share my thoughts on that, but I can't yet. Uh, the, um, but soon, I was going to say this is the I'll equivalent
1: of tweeting an unhappy face, and then everyone else going, "Oh, you okay, hon. What's up?" Just exactly. <laughs> <What's up,
0: laughs> what <laughs> trying to get some attention here. I know, but the. The other thing I've been playing a lot of is Bloodborne. I've been hoping <gasps> Matt Paget is doing his first run through of this game on stream. So I've been trying to play ahead of him. So I remember everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. And I haven't played that game since 2015. So I don't remember a vast majority of it. Like mm-hmm. I remember Yharnam. Uh, and I remember a bit of the Forbidden Woods. Uh, but like beyond that, I don't remember a lot of this game. And it has been a lot of fun. To see those areas again, I've been trying out weapons I've never used before, because uh, you know, I beat the game four times back in 2015, but I only used the saw cleaver. I don't know why, but that's all I did.
1: <laughs> well, no, hunter axe is my.
0: well that my so that's babe. what I started with this time yeah. for the first time, and I was enjoying that, but I really wanted to use uh, Ludwig's holy blade because I always thought yeah. that weapon looked cool, but I never tried it. Uh, mm. I guess I did use the crow blades. Is that what they're called Blades of mercy? originally, Because I thought those were cool, but they weren't very effective, at least yeah. how I played. Um, Wait, so
1: where are you up to?
0: I just beat the one Reborn, and now I'm backtracking. I did Castle Canehurst, uh, mm. which I beat uh, Martyr Ligarius on my first try, which I remember oh him giving God. me some issues when I originally did it. And now I'm about to fight Abritus, which mm. I'm terrified of because of all the bosses in Bloodborne. That one took me forever. Never. And I am <laughs> really? scared to fight it, but I did it on new game like plus 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 because I didn't oh. know it existed mm. Yeah, uh, so I'm hoping it'll be easier this time because I'm just starting fresh. I'm not doing new game plus
4: Yeah,
0: uh, and then on top of that. I never played the dlc. So i'm Ooh. excited to go okay, back. I was gonna say because
3: like the Ludwig is like, oh my god. I think it's ludwig, right? It's the horse. Yeah, yeah He's yeah. the one yeah. i'm I sw- it must have been like 50 plus attempts mm-hmm. To beat him like, I had to summon shit. I summoned
1: the two NPCs for him mm-hmm. because so my boyfriend and I played through it's really annoying because we're right at the end of the DLC and the last and we also you know finished the rest of the main game bar the final boss fight I think we've missed the true ending so yeah just that one boss fight um everything else was fine like relatively fine we would beat most bosses three t- three goes max ludwig took hours like hours and i almost rage quit a few times there was parts where i was getting snippy there was point because he had uh animal crossing by then so he just was like i'm just gonna let you do this and then the one time that i actually did it he has a recording of me where i'm looking at the screen and i don't think that i've done it and I look furious, and I just turn around <laughs> at him, and I look furious, and then he like gestures to me to look at the screen, and I look back, and I can see, you know, like-
0: Prey slaughtered. Prey
1: slaughtered, <laughs> and I look back, and it's just sheer joy. <laughs> it's Aww. like a right shit meme template. <laughs>
4: it's so cute. <laughs> it
1: was, it's like the least cute picture of me ever, because I'm not wearing makeup or anything, but he keeps using it as a reaction image, and I'm like, okay,
4: <laughs> like, would.
1: he would. but no Um, i i want to i want to do my own run
0: i've been having a lot of fun i've also been doing chalice dungeons which i like kind of dabbled in when it first came out Mm -hmm. but i didn't get super into them and now i'm actually going through and doing that like the design they're all the like how it works is like the randomly they're all randomly generated but the best randomly generated ones at least i think are used as uh like standards that everyone sees when they do like god i'm describing this terribly but basically there are some that are randomly generated and some that aren't and the ones that aren't randomly generated are still kind of randomly generated but everyone gets those same chalice dungeons across the board uh and design wise like they're pretty simple but some of the bosses you fight and those are also much harder than a lot of the main story bosses like and and a lot of them are repeats like i'm fighting rom again in one of the chalice
3: dungeons and it's so much harder yeah yeah there's this uh, one yeah. dog, fire dog, that's, like, unique to the Chalice Dungeons that, probably the second hardest boss, absolute pain in the ass. Because it's, like, imagine, like, a giant dog that, like, rushes you and is on fire, but it's, like, the, in the arena feels, like, three times smaller than it should be oh, for, like, no. a boss like that. It is absolutely terrible. It's, like, no, thanks.
0: So I've I've fought that boss once. I imagine I'll fight him again cuz that kind of seems like the trend in a lot of these and I didn't think he was too tough on that first try. I'm I'm sure it'll it's going to get harder, but one thing I noticed is that his hitboxes were all messed up. Like he'd swing at me with his like jaw and mm-hmm. I would dodge back and I wouldn't be I'd be I don't know, like a foot away from it and I'd still take damage and that was pretty frustrating cuz it's yeah. just like, oh come on, I was doing such a good job and I clearly dodged it, but the game has decided nah, i should get hit by this which is frustrating but other than hit. that
3: yeah other are you trying to that, get though, the platinum are you trying to go for that uh,
0: i don't know um i just want to play through it for now i think i might do another playthrough at some point just with different weapons because like i said there's so many weapons that i never used uh but yeah i don't know i just want to finish it for now um and we'll see we'll see where it goes it's been enjoying just Yeah, I've been enjoying watching Matt, though, because he's been doing incredibly well, like frustratingly well, like I'll like tell him to do things like I'll I'll surprise a boss on him like he'd be like, am I safe up here? And I'm like, oh, yeah, just keep going. And There's a lamp and then he'll walk into a boss arena and I'll be like, all right, now you're going to die and he'll win. And I'll be like, come on, this is this is this is is no fun. You need to get mad sometimes. Uh, But yeah, I've been really enjoying that. Uh, Anyway, shall we move on to the topics of the week?
4: Ooh, mm-hmm. sure
0: first oh, yeah. one up here is a mafia trilogy has been announced and it's going to get a full reveal may 19th
1: uh that teaser trailer looked cool
0: yeah it looked great
1: like look and the uh the screenshots because i don't think the microsoft store was supposed to put those up were they
0: guess not i don't think so but i don't, I don't know because
1: they they also leaked uh I, I assume it's a leak if the full reveals on may 19th but it was like oh yeah full games coming in august um, but it looked really good. Because I, I never played Mafia 1 and 2. I did play 3, and um, I got such a ridiculous glitch in it that I fell off halfway through.
3: Oh, yeah. I yeah. how glitchy yeah. that game was. I yeah. couldn't get
0: through 3 just because, I don't know, the 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 story was cool, but I felt like story beats happened so far between like all of this monotony that I had so much trouble getting through it. Uh, but the one that steals the show is Mafia 1 because it at least based on the images, it sounds like they've done like a whole graphical overhaul, yeah, which yeah. would be really interesting because I didn't play a lot of Mafia 1, but one thing I remember is that like you had to obey traffic laws and stuff in that game. And <laughs> I mean, very interesting. Jean-Luc, you played some of it, didn't you? You played Mafia 1.
3: No, no, I didn't actually. I've, I've wanted to, but I've avoided playing it because I heard how dated it was. Yeah. Things like the, the traffic laws, things like some of the missions being real monotonous. There's like this infamous... Um, Race car mission where you have to like be like a like a like a Formula One race that was apparently so bad because I uh, the story behind this is crazy like the developers apparently um, like designed the level around like a top quality like racing wheel peripheral that they tested it on but they didn't test it on like an actual controller or like mouse and keyboard so what? apparently it is completely unplayable but it's like required to beat the game and it was so infamous that they apparently like patched it out like that you to make it optional that's which is like which is incredible uh so stuff like that I, like i find i think that game is fascinating but i never played it um i never played two either I wanna two, play t- two is really good. I wanna like, play two because the thing I didn't like about three was what you were saying was like I really love the story stuff and then I fell off because it became like very monotonous, checklisty, like go here and take over this part of the city and do the same five missions and then you go mm-hmm. recruit this guy. And it was like this boring like I was like, I just want that story stuff. And apparently that's exactly what Mafia Two is. is mm-hmm. Mafia two is like an open world, but like it didn't have open world checklist it just had you know like story stuff and so apparently for three they said like apparently i guess that was a big complaint for two so then they tried to correct it for three but then times changed and then everyone wanted it to be more like two which is unfortunate but (laughs) so anyway i'm really curious to play those games because like i i've heard amazing things about two Mm -hmm. and i feel like one uh i'm curious if it holds up like the story holds up or how they're going to change that game if they're going to try and make it more accessible
0: yeah, I definitely recommend playing two when that comes around because at least at the time I thought two is fantastic. It is kind of like a classic, like mafia gangster story. Uh, so if you're not super into that, it may be hard to get into, but it it does such a good job of like capturing the time period from what I remember. And there's so many odd little details that are in the game. Like in between missions, you go back to your apartment and you could like you could like open up your fridge and drink a beer. You could like grab it you could call people up on your phone or watch tv and stuff like that and those would kind of like be in between chapters from what i remember and like, like i thought the attention to detail was super impressive for that game considering it wasn't like a big budget gta game um and then the other thing i remember too was that it does have an open world but a lot of the chapters really restrict you and how you can explore that like sometimes you can't just explore wherever you want in order to keep that narrative very focused mm-hmm. which I liked the one thing I remember not liking is that like when you finish the game you couldn't just roam the city so it was like oh I just mm. finished mm. this game with this incredible setting with all these beautiful interiors and cars and stuff but I can't actually go and explore at least from what I remember maybe they patched that or changed that at some point but I think they added I remember DLC being kind of frustrated
3: that lets you do that if I recall I remember hearing that thing that yeah
0: plan. that'd be pretty cool um, yeah, I don't know That's that's all I have to say on Mafia I don't know, is there anything you guys want to add?
2: I don't know anything about Mafia Except for the Mafia 3 booth At E3 that year it was really cool Oh, oh it was cool. yeah, I remember, it was. I remember interviewing
1: um, The developers at From Hangar 13 that year And <laughs> someone from 2K So the, very, the beginning of Mafia 3 Is A bank robbery that's very very similar To GTA 5's and i said that in passing and someone from 2k was like do not ask about that i'm like
4: okay <laughs> sorry i thought it was just <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: yeah if i remember that that's my mafia story
0: what i remember is the title screen played all along the watchtower and i was like hell yeah that was cool
2: wow and I- lucy and i like that song for a specific <laughs> reason
3: <laughs> i love that game setting that game setting. i, w- I would yeah. like to go back and finish it because i didn't finish it because i kind of got bored of the side stuff but like i love that game setup is so good
4: and and Mm -hmm. like that
3: game setting and like the the had like that documentary style like kind of framing and Mm -hmm. i thought that i thought that stuff was so cool and so well done the acting was like phenomenal
1: yeah yeah really good and but i mean for me it was just the it was a hot mess of glitches
3: yeah like well hopefully this collection's better Fingers crossed. Uh, Next thing we
0: have here is Unreal 5 PS5 tech demo. We finally got that PS5 gameplay.
3: (laughs) For Uh, a game that doesn't exist.
0: Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I'm not sure how much you guys saw.
1: uh, I watched the tech demo. It looks beautiful. Uh, Did you see... So obviously they were like, oh, this is on PS5, and Aaron Greenberg was like, or I think Phil Spencer, both of them were like, we're using Unreal 5 to... uh, Unreal... Yeah, Unreal Five 2, because they're using it for Hellblade. That's what Hellblade's being made in, right. and so kind of felt a bit bad for Xbox after last week's. Did you, did, what would you did call Sony it? Gameplay gate.
3: did Sony just like make a deal to like have them emphasize that it was on a PS4 dev kit? Was that what it know. was? Because in the know. in the interview afterwards, like they were saying, like, oh yeah, like you know. Unreal yeah. 2, en- or the Unreal 5 engine runs on every platform and it'll look yeah. great on anything and blah, blah, you know, all that stuff. I
1: mean, honestly, this is my least favorite part of new consoles launching is, like, the, I would, you would kind of call it pettiness of, like, who's going to reveal <laughs> on whose um, Yeah. And then, you know. But the tech the demo looks incredible. The business pettiness. The business pettiness. <laughs> but it's like, the, the tech demo looked incredible. Um mm-hmm. I think everyone going nuts over the triangles was <laughs> <That's>
3: really cool. <laughs> I, I think that but stuff just, is legitimately yeah. really cool. Like, they were kind of talking about it where they were saying how, like, the, the statue was, like, a model that they took straight out of ZBrush uh, and just put That's into nuts. the game without having to, like, do the usual, like, uh, you know, work that they have to do to, like, compress, you know, like, textures and, like, to get that model actually, like, playable mm-hmm. in the game. And so then they were like, oh, yeah, we can do that. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, how is that not taking the frame rate? And then they were like, and this room has 500 of those. And I was like, how? Huh? Like, I, le- I legitimately want, I I, I was kind of bummed that, I-, I know it's like because the tech is still years out, so they probably don't want to dive too deep into their, like, secrets. But I really wished instead of, like, a like a like just a straight-up interview with Jeff Keighley, I wanted, like, a GDC, like, TED Talk. Like, explain to me how this works, because it sounds like, magic and it's supposed to like if that stuff is true which i imagine it is i I assume they wouldn't lie about it um Mm -hmm. like that is gonna be not only good for like your games are gonna look good but that is going to streamline um like the production for like game artists like tenfold like that is gonna be huge for video games
1: i mean tim sweeney was like load screens are a thing of the past that's like the huge big.
3: They still had. Takeaway. She still had to crawl through that little. She uh, had a. Cliff, she, had a yeah. she had <laughs> to <stole> squeeze through. She had to
4: squeeze through. I think it's the, not. That's it's the a, one thing
3: about that tech demo is like, yeah. the the flying at the end was cool, but for the most part, it was like, very like expected gameplay. Like you're not showing me like cool new gameplay things you can do with like hardware. It was just more that it looked really pretty.
4: Yeah,
1: I think the other really cool thing that. I don't know, people didn't really comment until I think like after the fact when more people realized that they'd done it, it was that Epic are now saying that, so for indies, if, um, or for anyone really, it's like if you use Unreal Engine, um, when you hit $3,000 in a quarter, then you have to pay them 5% to use the engine, right? Mm-hmm. Now they've changed that, so you don't have to pay anything to Epic until you've grossed a million dollars and that's not within a certain time frame. It's mm-hmm. like, it's until you earn a million dollars and then you pay the royalties. And they've backdated that to January 1st from this year. That's massive. It's really cool. Yeah, wow. it's cool.
0: I, I thought it was interesting too how they were talking about how Unreal Engine has been is being used in movies and they're mm-hmm. creating Unreal 5 in order to like leverage that as well because they used it in Mandalorian, right? But now yeah. they're like, okay, this is a thing that this could become more common. Like, filmmakers might actually consider using Unreal Engine for scenes and whatnot. Like, maybe we should, I don't know, create a version of this that lets filmmakers also go to town, which I I think is pretty neat. It's definitely broad thinking, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wonder what it'll mean. Oh, sorry.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say, I wonder what it'll mean for Unity, though. Because, like, in terms of competitive pricing for engines, right?
3: Yeah. I imagine Unity will still have its its place its space, but uh, yeah, you're right. the the whole like not paying royalties thing is is that's pretty mm. huge. Anyway,
0: next thing we got here is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two getting a remaster. I had to include this one. I'm excited for this.
1: Can we talk about the way that Tony Hawk leaked his own game <laughs> <laughs> via text message?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I am fully obsessed with Tony Hawk's social media presence yes. and just public presence. I I hope can people continue to not recognize him <laughs> because those are my favorite tweets.
4: Um, oh,
1: what was the one where he was in Cat's Deli in New York and someone was like, oh, you look just like that guy.
4: <laughs> <It's> Skateboard. <laughs> that, that is me.
2: <laughs> I liked the one where... Uh, He was on an airplane, and a girl asked him, "Are you Tony Hawk?" And he said, "Yes." And she said, "Why?" (laughs) What? (laughs) Was there one
4: where
1: he was carrying a skateboard, and someone said, "Who do you think you are, Tony Hawk?" And
2: he, (laughs) "Yes." (laughs) So anyway, I really hope that this uh, Tony Hawk resurgence doesn't um, reduce the number of tweets like that that we get. Um, but I am excited, especially for uh, the. I hope the soundtracks are are still. Seems
4: I think
1: it's like, like it. n- they said a lot of it is going to be the same, but I think some songs aren't going to make
2: it. I imagine there's there's got to be some changes yeah. to like licensing and stuff. But I mean, Goldfinger is still on there.
4: Yeah, oh,
3: iconic, they
2: are. So yeah.
3: I was like waiting yeah. for the trailer, like the music to switch to Goldfinger, like, partway through, just to, like, Uh really give you that, like, oh, fuck yeah, at the end, but, like, "Ah, I didn't do it. But
1: No, they're still, because they did that live concert of, um, Superman. Oh, they did? Yeah, 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 they did it live over, like, Zoom or something. That's cool. Everyone was like, oh, that's (laughs) weird, and then it all kind of makes sense.
0: (laughs) Alright. Did you see uh, Skate 3 was trending that, or Skate 4 was trending that day, too? Well,
1: because it was the 10th anniversary of Skate 3 on Monday.
0: Oh really? Yeah, well, A lot of people are like, just being like, "All right, well, maybe Tony Hawk's Remaster will be so popular that EA will be like, okay, it's time no. to make
3: Skate 4. <laughs> no, I don't think so. so yeah, that's oh, not gonna happen.
1: that's so bummed. One day. W- wasn't oh, yeah, there people
3: like? Hmm? I was gonna say, wasn't there a thing recently where there was like a a, a, a there was a skater who was who was saying how he like was in an EA call where they yeah. wanted him to, like, do a thing for Skate, but it was going to be, like, a mobile game, and he, like, mm-hmm. told them, like, no. Like, he, yeah. I think he said was, like, nobody wants a fucking Skate mobile game. It was, like, what he said.
4: Which yeah. so was like, wow. Oh, yeah, okay. didn't he...
1: I think they went off online about, like, EA execs and following the money and stuff, and, it's, yeah. and then Tony Hawk comes out. It's like, boom, we're going to remaster. <laughs> what was I the watched, one... Uh... I was going to say that story from a while ago about Tony Hawk meeting with an Activision exec, um, and he didn't realize how successful his games were, and they said they were going to make another one. Uh, we'll give you a down payment, and then they just gave him, like, $5 million or something. It oh, was something God. incredible like that. Is this, like, just really how-
3: early? Like, bef- like back I think when they it were was- first
1: out? I think so. Maybe after the first or second game i need to look up the story i remember reading it or hearing it a while ago and he yeah, just had like lunch with a gaming second just went here you go
0: so i don't know if you guys saw but uh jack black's youtube channel jablinski got the uh the exclusive got, got, exclu- <laughs> the, they exclusive. got the exclusive on tony hawk's pro skater one and two remaster and like they probably play the game for like I don't know, fifteen percent of the video and the rest it's just Jack Black asking Tony Hawk and all these other skaters how to skateboard and if he's doing kickflips right. It's pretty good. Like I, I I was like, all right, I'm not gonna watch 15 minutes of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 remaster gameplay and I click in and it's mostly just Jack Black being Jack Black. That's
2: really it's, good. It's
0: it's pretty good. It's, See
2: uh, the Jack thing Black. is how do we get Jack Black to do things with GameSpot? I know.
4: I know, right? I worship get him. him.
2: The charity stream. Yeah, I would, yeah. Games. I would do anything to meet Jack Black.
0: That'd be oh amazing. Oh my god,
2: my icon.
0: Maybe we ask. We got to get in touch with Tim Schafer to put us in touch with Jack Black, and then I mean, that's, yeah. that's it. Or
3: that's we get Tony line. Hawk on. Like through, we've done like, that. The yeah. Six degrees yeah. of
1: separation. We can do it. We absolutely can. Like, oh yeah, we can easily get in touch with Tim mm Hmm. I think it could be doable. Well, let me look into this. (laughs) This is a great planning meeting for Jack Black. I'm helping plan the charity
2: stream, so I'm just giving myself extra work. (laughs) I just am really interested to hear what he has to say about um, rock music and skateboarding. So. I want him, I
1: want to do a, a cast table read of School of Rock with him.
4: That would you know, be
0: incredible. Uh, Let's do an be, hour and a half stream of that.
2: I found <laughs> the bassist girl on TikTok.
4: <laughs> Me too. Yeah,
2: because <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, you,
1: what was it? Uh, you are were are child actor or something, and then she does the face. I was yep. like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> TikTok is great, guys.
2: Yeah, so... <laughs> I would love to do a table read where it's just you and me doing the whole movie without. We don't need the script, (laughs) and and, and they're
3: just watching you do it. (laughs) Like they're just, yeah.
2: (laughs) Like featuring me taking a break to cry about how much I love Stevie Nicks, and then going back to the movie. So anyway, Tony Hawk,
0: Mm. Tony Hawk and Jack Black.
2: Mm. You know, speaking really quickly about um, famous people from our childhood and their tweets. You know, one of my favorite tweets of all time has got to be um, Shaquille O'Neal tweeting um, at Knott's Berry Farm and my butt's too big to fit on the seats and the seats on the rides. Ah, that's me yelling.
1: That tweet. When when you said is
2: so good.
1: People from my childhood tweeting, I was like, oh, are we going to talk about Brian Adams now? Okay. <laughs> no. First of all, someone replied to his, let's face it, weird, slightly racially tinged um, tirade about coronavirus with more like crying Adams, am I right? Which was just fantastic. But also, grow the fuck up, Brian Adams. (laughs) Like, people are dying. No one cares about your Royal Albert Hall residency. And I say this because I used to bloody love brian adams and i mean like I still like his music but a, it sucks that he's become a shitty person a
2: shit you hate piece. to see it hate to see it
0: well anyway let's move on to listener questions uh, if you have any questions you can email us email us at afterdarkpodcast at gamespot.com or you can join our discord server by DM, dming one of us or emailing that email and we will get you right in there and you can ask questions right from there and this week Every question we have is from the Discord. Uh, anyway, uh, Callie, do you want to read the first one?
2: Sure. This is from mm 18 on Discord. First off, love you guys. As far as I'm concerned, you guys in this podcast are the cure to COVID-19. Aww. Legally, I have to say that we are not the cure to We're COVID-19, but, cure. but we appreciate that. <laughs> I was curious as someone who loves modding games, nearly, namely Skyrim, God, namely Skyrim, <laughs> I was curious if any of you guys ever got into playing games with mods. If so, what are your fave ones? Thank you so much for giving me something to look forward to each week. You guys are the best friends I've never met. Ha ha. Aww. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for That's writing in. So sweet.
0: Um, I've messed around with mods quite a bit, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly with Skyrim, but I've done some with Oblivion, and recently I've been messing around with some Red Dead mods, and I've messed around with some Witcher Three mods as well. I guess it depends on the game, like. Skyrim has some great mods because that, like, so many people are familiar with that game. The tool is open and easy, well, relatively easy to use. Uh, some of, like, the landmass mods, I think, are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would definitely, definitely do the Bruma uh, mod, if you haven't done it yet, for Skyrim. It's, like, which a small contained story, mm. uh, which takes place, mm. what, south of Skyrim, technically. And you go through, like, you have to go through, like, border border control, and you go down to Cyrodiil uh and you complete some quests in bruma unfortunately the story isn't done yet they're gonna that's gonna be looped into the full mod that's coming who knows when um but it's really neat especially if you played oblivion back in the day you'll definitely really enjoy that i highly recommend checking that out uh, you did a so, whole
2: video on skyrim mods
0: i did I, i've done a couple actually um some like quality of life ones I really like. There's one, I think it's called. An- I was
2: trying to get you to <laughs> pimp out your work. <laughs>
4: Stop. You I've so just, good. I've got
0: so many things I want to talk about here. <laughs> um, I would, I think it's called a new start, which huh. always makes me think of Arrested the, Arrested Development. Development the, the only good joke from season four, probably <laughs> one of the few good jokes from season four. Uh, but basically it lets you start a new game in Skyrim, uh, in any way you want like you can say i want to be a homeowner or i want to be someone who just arrived on the boat uh which is pretty nice i'm sure a lot of these you may be familiar with but those are some of my favorites for skyrim for for witcher it's all just quality of life mods i feel like or camera mods because there's no actual like photo mode in that Mm -hmm. game so i downloaded a camera mod which lets me you know come up with my own framing and Get Geralt out of the shot if I want to get, like, a landscape shot or something like that.
2: Take Um, boudoir photos of Geralt in the bath.
0: I got plenty of those. I don't need more (laughs) bath
4: photos. (laughs)
1: That's like you with your Tifa photos, Lucy. I am not even kidding. I said as a joke, (laughs) and I looked at my camera, well, my capture gallery, and there are so many pictures of Tifa. I love her. I need that game to have photo mode, seriously.
0: Oh god, um, yeah. They gotta add that at some point, they right?
2: Because fifteen had it, didn't it?
0: I think they added it eventually yeah. though. Yeah.
2: Just uh, before says, before we move on, I just wanna say Jake does do really cool mm-hmm. videos on <laughs> modding communities and like large scale mods that
4: mm-hmm. you I've should done. Choose. One about <laughs> yeah. Sky
0: Oblivion, which I think is mm-hmm. the best video I've ever made. Uh and then I did one on Beyond Skyrim, which covers Bruma, and then I did one on Fallout new ca- or fallout cascadia and fallout miami mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh so yeah. yeah be sure to check those out
1: i used to now, be on... now that we're done embarrassing jake <laughs> <laughs> i used to be on skyrim mods which is the top five skyrim mods of the week that we used oh, to oh yeah um but i personally never played skyrim on pc so i would watch sep and cam put super cool mods on it every week the only game that i ever really play with mods now is uh og mass effect because oh, yeah. I got it mm. on Steam, and so if you get the HD Texture Pack, which is amazing, but also there is a mod specifically just for cutting the wait times, the load times uh, when you're in elevators.
0: Isn't there a mod for controller support too? Because oh yeah, there's that, that too. One, yes. Yeah, it doesn't support controllers. You yeah. can only do mouse and keyboard. Yeah. I downloaded that pretty quickly. I was like, yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think I want to play Mass Effect with a keyboard. Yeah,
1: because especially the original game is it's it takes some getting used to. I can't even imagine yeah. what that'd be like on mouse and keyboard.
3: It's way- um, I- well, actually, I think the original's better on mouse and keyboard, but maybe that's yeah. just because that game actually runs better on PC uh, Yeah. than the Xbox um, was, version.
1: Yeah, I was playing on backwards compatibility a while ago, and yeah, the texture pop-in is quite Oof. severe, Um, so I played it on PC.
0: Yeah. I wonder how much work they're gonna do on the Switch versions of Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3, which so are coming. Versions.
1: I hope, hope. I don't think it's gonna be switched. <laughs> I don't switched. think so either. I
2: would I just I want mean, them to remaster those freaking games? I know.
1: I, the thing is, is like, if they do remaster it, I'd want it to be the PS4. Xbox oh yeah. One, PC stuff because PS Five. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. want that game yeah. to look hot as it as hot as it possibly can. Yeah. And like, yeah, I I would love it on the go don't get me wrong but admittedly right now i'm not going anywhere
0: (laughs) we've talked about it before but like if they do it i hope that they make it all cohesive like Mm -hmm. you're not switching games when you finish one you're just going straight to two straight to three i imagine that would be very tough to do especially considering the jump between one and two yeah like I feel like they'd have to rework and rebalance all of Mass Effect 1. But I mean, to be fair, like that game is so beloved, like of all the games that I feel like could actually I should not talk too much about this because we have a question oh. about remasters and whatnot. Um uh, oh, one more yeah. thing I do want to say about <laughs> mods is that I'm very excited to see what people do with uh Cyberpunk when that comes out in mm. terms of modding. Mm. The weird thing is is that because there's already nudity built into the game What are all the people who make nude mods going to (laughs) do?
2: Fembot. Fembot. That's what I want to be. That was always the. Weird, I want guns the, <laughs> for boobs. That's what I want.
3: <laughs> the, the weirdest mods and um, in, like the Nexus for like Skyrim were always like clean faces and like yeah, like oh, yeah. like like, an- like anime girls and like give yeah. give them like Final Fantasy like lightning hair and, I'm always, and Miku like, hair,
1: yeah. But also like the like Black Desert Online levels of yep. just intense exactly.
3: detail. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. There's some wild shit for Skyrim. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like those cuz they just no, don't I hated fit them. Skyrim. It's I like why them. would I want sense. this? Like I'm going to be the only one who looks like this
0: and all the other characters going to look like rugged like nord characters. Like no, nah, I don't want the that. The best
3: mods were always the ones that like were trying to be very lore appropriate. Like there were people who made like weapons that were like lore appropriate and they would like actually mm-hmm. add them to like the um the loot pool so like you'd find them naturally as opposed to just like you turn in the game and now you're like, cool, now I got this, like, really powerful sword. So, like, I I always loved mods like that, that, like, enhanced the game. Like, I was really into, um, like, Fallout New Vegas mods that just, like, made that game, like, more intense. Um, I think, like, me and Michael have talked about that before, about how, like, we, yeah, like, mods that, like, changed the time of day or, like, add all these, like, weather effect filters and, and stuff like that.
2: I... Don't often play games with mods because I like, I'm so used to reviewing games just as they are, and that like, I don't want to confuse myself by playing with mods and then forgetting what was modded. Obviously, I wouldn't be able to (laughs) play mods for a game that I got in advance, but I'm just so used to like giving myself the pure experience of a game to prep for a review that I have a really hard time installing mods because I feel like I'm gonna forget what's real and -hmm. what's not. But I will say one mod that I really, really like is the Better Pigs mod for Stardew Valley because (laughs) everything in that game is like, like, you know, it's like pleasant, but the pigs are super ugly and there's a mod that makes them cuter. (laughs) And I installed that shit ASAP. So when I play on Switch now, I'm like, I can't even own pigs. Like, what is this?
0: Yeah, it's weird because I... Like, a game like Skyrim or Oblivion, like, that seems fine. Like, I don't mind modding that. But a game like Red Dead Redemption, when I was checking out the mods, is like, I don't really want any of these mods. Like, I don't... I feel like the game doesn't need this. And same with Witcher, to an extent. That's why I was saying, like, the only mods I got were camera stuff. Because... I didn't want to like I, I don't know i don't want to like change the way characters look or like right. change the loot system or anything like that although there is a mod for the witcher 3 that was created by one of the developers at cd project red that rebalances the game to make it tougher i think which i which is interesting and one that i've been planning on trying but i haven't done it
3: yeah i was gonna say like uh like game i i whenever i want to go back and play a game there's that part of me that wants to experience like I want to, like, recapture my nostalgia or, like, compare my nostalgia to when I played it. So the idea of, like, putting on a mod feels weird sometimes where, like, I specifically want to play that original version and modding it kind of feels odd. Like, I prefer, like, a a full conversion mod or something that adds it. Like, I think I got really into, like, Portal mods because people would just build, like, brand new, like, Mm -hmm. levels for Portal. And, like, that's cool because it's, like, that original experience is still the same. You're just adding, like... New levels for me to play. Uh, I will say my favorite mod of all time is somebody who modded. They replaced all of the sound files in Half-Life Two with them making all the noises. Oh my god! So (laughs) I specifically remember uh, the the gunboat. So it's like the guy being like of like the boat sound, and then like the water like. And then, like, the gun being like, ba 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 And, like, all of these are oh, playing at once. And I'm just like, this is the... There's a really good video of it. Uh, That's art. <laughs> you should go check out. That's it's perfect. amazing.
2: That is art. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: next question we have here. The PS2, Xbox One, GameCube had some wild games that have never been seen again, like Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg, Sega Soccer Slam, and PsyOps that were never seen again. Which game from this era would you like to see remade or given a sequel? This is from Jacob
3: McCourt on Discord.
2: Did anyone play Blinks? The Time Cat? <laughs> that, that
3: got a sequel, though. There's a second one. Oh, shit. <laughs> Blinks? No one played it.
2: Uh,
1: do they still make... Is it Clonoa? Clonoa? Oh. I believe they do. That was a game that I, like, had on the PS2.
3: I think they made, like, like, a Wii one. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. But
1: I never, like, followed it. And... To the, like You can tell how little I follow it because I don't know how to pronounce it. Because I'm just like, Clonoa? I can imagine it written down. But that's maybe the only one from that time. Oh, do you remember Airblade?
4: No. Nope.
1: That was on a PS2 demo disc and I remember just playing the shit out of it. I think it got released and I don't think anyone else ever did anything with it but it was basically like a skateboarding game but you were on a hovercraft.
3: <laughs> like a hoverboard. Oh, I think I played this. Wait, is that yeah. the one with the, the
1: eye toy? No, 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 no. No, okay, that's something else. super early PS2, and you would just go around and smash through billboards and do tricks and stuff. I'm going to look this up, because I feel... (laughs) Did they... I think it was called Airblade.
4: Did they remake... Like a Dyson Airblade?
2: (laughs) Like a Dyson
3: Airblade? (laughs) That's how they can bring it back. You get that product placement. Yeah,
1: look... um, see results about video game, but it's mostly just the
2: Dyson like <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like they remade Simpsons Hidden Run, but I might have imagined that. Is that they the one?
3: No, I think that's didn't. the one everyone keeps wanting it. people to remake. There, yeah. There's
2: one Simpsons Hidden game. Hidden Run is my
1: favorite. I love Hidden, Hidden Run. Hidden Run's fantastic.
3: It, it must be yeah. Hit Run, because I every time they, like, say something about like Simpsons and video games everyone's always like they gotta do a remake of like Hit and Run and then it always turns out to be like a mobile update to like that one mobile game or whatever
2: Yeah. so there was Road Rage and there was Hit and Run Mm -hmm. yeah I remember not liking
0: Road Rage a lot but Hit and Run I thought was great.
1: uh, Airblade was made by Criterion oh Oh, really? Um, who also made Burnout and Need for Speed (sighs)
3: speaking of dead franchises bringing out Burnout yeah Mm. you
2: they... know what i played a lot of on the ps2 was at home ddr with the ddr mat
4: mm. and i then when i got too. lazy i would
2: play it with the controller <laughs> <laughs> how do you do like the, the doubles with a the controller <laughs> do they,
1: they work on the d-pad
4: oh my god
1: <laughs> um oh yeah i had um iToy was great uh, yeah. me and my friends spent a lot of time on iToy. But I feel like they did that for PS... Was there an iToy for PS3? And then it just vanished. And then there I guess was. Playroom was sort of it, but not as...
3: They had a camera. I don't know if they had an iToy-specific thing.
1: Yeah, that was a big deal for me and my friends. God. I'm ready for
0: that Fusion Frenzy. Well, I guess there was a Fusion Frenzy too. There was
3: one. There was a second one.
0: I, I remember <laughs> it not being very good and just going no. back to playing Fusion Frenzy 1.
3: I feel like this is cheating or like it doesn't count because it's Star Wars related, but uh, I've always wanted a sequel to Republic Commando. It's like one of my oh, favorite yeah. Star Wars <laughs> games. Um, There's so many good Star Wars games from the that era of consoles. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my
1: like, God. OG Battlefront 1 and 2. Oh, Kotor. So they added then, uh, then,
3: uh, online multiplayer support to OG Battlefront on Steam. To really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's part of Star Wars Day, which is cool. I went on and it was only like 10 people playing but I was like yeah like let's go I
0: think I saw Ben playing too (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would
3: do that that sounds good
0: final question here Lucy do you want to take this one
1: yeah Uh, this is from Foggy Bear Uh, My roommates have just gone to take the dog out. Uh, Foggy Bear on Discord. What are some video game mechanics slash trends that you are personally over and or not interested in? Me personally, I'm tired of games being open world. Prime example, Gears of War 5 had a really strong beginning that was linear like the older games. Then in the middle, it went open world and the game fell apart, in my opinion.
0: We didn't do this last week, did we?
1: No. I think
0: I put it on, but I think we
1: skipped it. I don't think we got to it. Okay, Yeah. yeah, good, good, good. Uh, I would say, um, like, detective mode, I think. I'm mm-hmm. a bit over detective oh, mode. Batman like, vision. Like, scanning, yeah. too? Yeah. Or ju- yeah. Like, because if you think about it, it, it was, I think it's used well in Batman. It makes sense. But, you know, seeing it in Assassin's Creed, to an extent, it's in Last of Us. It's in, you've got Witcher senses. gone. Days gone. Days gone. <laughs> Every game has it now, and sometimes I think it's just so that it's a fail safe so a player doesn't get lost. Which I get, I guess it's it's useful, but I think, I don't know, sometimes it can become a crutch for missions that just immediately don't really interest me that much. Mm -hmm. I think, I think like the best ever detective mode is in Arkham Origins, where you are basically reconstructing crime scenes, and they did a really cool job with that.
3: Right, like, yeah, it's like a, a specific mechanic as opposed yeah. to just like hitting the button and you're spending like 90% of the game with skeletons versions of people that you're just saying, yeah.
0: Seeing. yeah. I, um, I would also be curious to see like, because I feel like detective modes in a lot of games, and I'm, I'm thinking a lot of The Witcher 3 right here is where it just like highlights all the points of interest and you just mm-hmm. go and click on them. I think I'd be more interested if he, they just made that stuff more obvious so you found them... Mm -hmm. on your own right like that's something that uh, i guess i think of la noir right because that was you just in an area and you're picking things up and examining that and i find that more interesting i get why those detective modes are Mm -hmm. there though because a lot of people hate that they just want to like find this stuff and move on to the next thing yeah but then it's just kind of like if people hate it then yeah i'm i'd be okay with not seeing those
4: (laughs)
3: Yeah, there are a lot of games, I feel like, around that era that we're doing. Like, I, I'm not into games that just have skill trees for, like, no reason. Um, oh, yeah. One I remember really bad was um, Mirror's Edge Catalyst. It felt like it mm. just had a skill tree for the sake of being a skill tree. Like, you needed to, like, unlock the ability to, like, roll. And you're like, what? why? Like, this doesn't even make sense in the context of, like, the story. Yeah. Like why? Like, she's supposed yeah. to be a seasoned runner. Like, it felt like it was just, like, adding... Like skill unlocks for the sake of doing it, and, and it wasn't really just so like,
0: like an easy way to hide progression or like show progression. Yeah, yeah,
3: and and I always found that really obnoxious. Same with like adding stealth into games that don't need stealth. Like, or like it's just stealth light. Like, I I I always find it weird when like I rather a game like really like heavily commit to like being good at stealth or being good at action or being good at both. But like, it felt mm-hmm. like there were um there were games that were like. We're going to try and be stealthy but like it didn't really work like uh, the the first Evil Within I remember that game stealth being I was shit. literally
1: just about to say I remember that being particularly bad in Evil Within 2.
4: Yeah. Because two's the better. stealth
1: mechanics 2's a bit better but the stealth mechanics don't work. Yeah, I remember I remember this annoying the crap out of me. If there was uh, an enemy who was lying in the grass, because there was a ton of them who would lie in the grass and they would pretend to mm-hmm. be dead. But if you triggered a specific point, then they would come back to life. But there were ways that you could come up behind them. You couldn't stealth kill them until they triggered. And I remember th- right. that just immediately pissing me off. And I was like, I'm not going to play this, the rest of this anymore. I had other issues with that game, yeah. but I remember that
3: one. I like that game a lot, actually. As, as yeah. somebody who didn't like the first, but, yeah, that... Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, re- I remember Evil, even the Evil Within 1, I remember that also had, like, a skill tree and, like, all like a crafting system that's just like, I don't need this. I don't need mm-hmm. all this, like, mm-hmm. in a game. Like, just because, like, I, I don't know. It, it, yeah. It, a lot of systems that don't feel like they need to be in there.
1: Yeah. I mean, to that Gears of War point, I get it but it wasn't really open world because it was still like you have to just go here and there's like kind of mini missions ish I think a big problem I think Assassin's Creed Origins and Odyssey had the open world issue of it being too big and Mm. there was just like content that was there it didn't feel meaningful compared to I mean Witcher being the other side of that coin where it's Every side quest in Witcher felt interesting and, like, feeding into something.
2: There's a, jo- there's a toss-a-coin to your Witcher joke I... in what you said.
0: <laughs> I... When Witcher when and Coin is in the same sentence, that's immediately where my brain goes. <laughs> uh, uh, I oh, mean, yeah. the big one for me, Jean-Luc kind of already said, I was going to say skill trees. Like, that was one of my problems with Odyssey, I feel like, was just, like, a lot oh, of unnecessary no. oh. skill trees. Uh I I guess the other thing is when games make you walk through certain sections like you're just in an area and now it's like all right now you need to walk to appreciate Marcus this.
4: Phoenix
3: putting his his ear to yeah. his Yeah, uh... that's a load. That's a it load screen. It is most of the time it <laughs> but, is, yeah.
1: Um actually when you have to accompany an NPC and you're running and they don't run either at the same speed or fast enough. Yep. Final Fantasy 7 remake had that. Don't think I didn't notice Square it
0: Yeah, that's that, what I was thinking. I was thinking finally...
3: That is so. that is uh, especially bad on when you're playing on mouse and keyboard. Because on controller, you can like... Okay, I'll just have to like lightly feather yeah, the, just, the stick. Yeah. And it kind of sucks. Mouse and keyboard, like you can't do that. So you're just like tap, stop, tap, yeah. stop, tap.
4: Super
2: nice. Um, I would say for me, um, photorealism. I don't think in most cases photorealism... Like, I think... There's like a tweet I think about like how we've kind of hit the ceiling for like what increased photorealism adds to the experience of playing a game versus what it costs to do that. Um, and there's uh, like I really value unique art style um, or like distinctive art style over photorealism, and I think I'm just kind of tired of.
3: I, I would also of like. S- Hmm? Oh no no! Con- continue saying. Sorry.
2: Oh, I just—I've uh, never been super like invested in the the graphical fidelity of something anyway, so that's probably just me. But-
3: uh, I-, I was just going to add to that that like on top of that, I find that sometimes that graphical fidelity comes at the cost of other things that could have made the game better. So, like an example of that is is Halo Five, like was pushing for sixty frames a second and like really high like quality graphics and because of that um there is a noticeable dip in like the ai like the ai in that game is not as complex and then like there's some like kind of like uh gdc talks where they talked about like kind of the trade-offs of that and and basically it's like that game's combat ended up suffering because they were trying to push like a certain Mm -hmm. presentation fidelity and because of that the the actual like combat of that game ended up suffering because of it
0: yeah whatever happened to like developers really pushing ai i feel like we don't get that a whole lot like really smart enemies
4: Mm. which is
0: kind of a bummer because i remember that used to be such a especially on like the tom clancy games that was always such an important like point on the box like these ai will feel real and now like i was playing breakpoint about a month or two ago and it's just kind of like it's just a shooting gallery you know you just Mm. show up find a high place and just Boop, pop them all.
2: I feel like, um, AI is one of those situations where like, like with video editing, you notice it more when it's bad than when it's good.
4: like yeah.
2: like we've hit a point where like good AI isn't impressive anymore because we expect the AI to have a certain amount of intelligence. And so like it's either like so impressive, I can't believe the AI can do that or like, this AI really sucks and it's just standing there or glitching or whatever but you don't really notice like the in between of that yeah,
0: um, yeah. Like yeah. You, I still feel like though AI was better in some of these older games than it is now like I feel like a lot of developers have just been making games to make it like I don't want to say a lot of developers but I feel like game design is kind of, for a while, there was trending in that position where it's like, we wanna we want to make you feel like a beast. So we don't want these enemies to be too smart. We don't want them to outsmart you because you need to be the killing machine here.
2: I also think game design has its trends, right? So like mm-hmm. different buzzwords, different like marketing terms even um, that you, you would hear as the focus of the development. So like AI used to be that. Um, and now we're in like the ray tracing Era right. or like yeah. the like super nitty gritty technical perfections that you can achieve with modern technology versus like, look at how real it looks 10 years ago. You look at that and you're like, Ugh. but <laughs> um, we keep evolving with that. Um, yeah, I just never I, I mean, I, I grew up primarily playing either like Nintendo or like Doom So neither of those is particularly realistic looking. Um, So, yeah, it's just something that I haven't really cared. Skyrim Skyrim is just like, it's from the era, (laughs) it's from the end of the era where everything looks like mud and like people's mouths don't move correctly. And it is still one of the most popular Mm -hmm. games of our memory. And, um, you know, you can achieve a lot without having to put so much, because it is a very Cost inefficient thing to do to make a game super photorealistic. So. Also, I'm tired. I I hate American cutesy aesthetic. I hate the way the Fortnite motherfuckers look. I hate them. <laughs> I
0: think it's they It's not better in Unreal Five.
2: It's not cute. I hate that. Like I hate that faux Pixar shit. I'm
3: yeah, it, it, that like I, dream the DreamWorks smirk. Yes, like, that d- shit. horrible
2: fake <laughs> fake DreamWorks. I love 2D to do animation, and I don't think everything needs to look cutesy or, like, anime. I just think, like, find a more distinctive art style. Like, Disco Elysium has a very distinctive, beautiful art style that isn't anime or fake DreamWorks. Right. Um, so that's another thing I hate. Um, and I'm getting pretty tired of um, Battle Royale and hero shooters.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I would agree.
2: So of watch two baby (laughs) the connection like dropped when i said that and it looked like you all quit the call on
3: me you went too far callie
2: i offended everybody
0: well i won't tell tam what you said (laughs) i think that's as good as place as any to end this show uh thank you all so much for tuning in each and every week uh if you want to join our Discord, make sure to DM us, and we'll get you in there as soon as we can. And make sure to stay tuned throughout June because our Play for All event will start, and we're going to have a ton of cool stuff. Uh,
3: Jack Black we'll will definitely be there. What's that? Nothing. Oh. I said Jack Black <laughs> yeah. will definitely be there.
1: <laughs> uh, Please don't promise Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: anyway, Lucy, where can people find you?
1: I am on
2: Twitter and Instagram at Lucy LucyJamesGames.
0: And Callie?
2: I'm on Twitter and also on Instagram, but I barely post there. At InkyDoJiko, I-N-K-Y-D-O-J-I-K-K-O.
3: And Jean-Luc. You can find me at JeanLucSeppi on Twitter. Uh, me and Ben put out a new potato mode where we played Mortal Kombat 11, and it was a good time. So go watch that.
0: And you can find me at Jacob Deck, and I have a couple videos that should be ready for next week. Ooh. Anyway, we'll see y'all next week.
4: Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: we